Hey, darling. Welcome to the She's a Creative podcast. Are you a female creative who wants to own your purpose and dominate your creative business? Then this is the podcast for you. I'm Kay, your host and guide to help you on your way to creative freedom and success. All right, guys. So today I'm going to be talking really slow because I can't pronounce anything. So today (laughs) we're talking to Ariana, who is the creator behind Ariana. Ayala Art. Okay, guys, I cannot get the name right at all. So I had to say it really slow, but that's okay. That's okay. (laughs) Ariana, I'm so happy to have you here. How are you today? I'm great. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. Tongue-tied, but I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) My name does that to people. (laughs) Oh my goodness, yes. (laughs) I was not expecting that. Um, They all call me Mrs. A for a reason. (laughs) Oh, you know what? That's what I'm asking. You will be A to me today. (laughs) Well, I can call you Ariana. It's okay. Never mind. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that part's pretty easy, I guess. Yes, yes. Well, that's so wonderful. I'm so glad to have you on the show. I've been kind of following your art a little bit um, lately, and I'm just really inspired by it. And I just would love for you to tell us a little bit about you and your art. Um, yeah, so my name is Ariana. I am an artist. I went to art school um, a couple of years ago, and as soon as I graduated, I started teaching. So um, I went for art education. And I was teaching for a long time and not really making art for myself anymore, but just making art every single day for the kids. And then about three months ago, maybe I just started on my lunch break, drawing little flowers and drawing things just to get myself back into the flow of making art. I didn't even notice I was doing it at first. And then I started posting pictures, you know, of my little drawings, my little paintings and it's just kind of taken off from there and a lot of good things have been happening from it. So I'm kind of blessed in that respect. And my art has always been really inspired by nature and my family. So everything has a very personal meaning behind it, even though it just looks like little flowers, everything's so personal to me, but yeah, so it's, it's been really recent that I've got back into making art. Obviously I made art when I was in art school and things like that, but it just, it got away from me a little bit. Um, those three years of teaching and just like every day being immersed in art, but not actually making it for myself anymore. And so it's been really nice um, making it for myself again. Yeah, yeah, totally. That answers my question. Um, So I guess I would love to know, have you always been like an artist or is that something that you learned in school? Well, I, I like to say that I've been an artist since I was like three. (laughs) But you know, like you kind of know you want to be an artist as a little kid. And even if that dream like, you know, skips away from you a little bit, I think it's always there. Um, I've always been really creative. I remember like everybody else be playing outside. I'm the kid that was inside drawing all the time. I blame that on my grandmother. My grandmother was an artist and an interior decorator. And so she would paint everything. All her furniture had flowers painted on it. I mean, she's, she's always been very creative. And so I would sit inside with her every day after school. We would draw, we would paint. She would teach me how to do portraits. Um, So yeah, it's just, I've just always done it. Um, I did not think I was going to be an art teacher or, or an artist. I thought that making art would make me hate it. You know, I thought that if I, I always took art in high school and I took the AP classes and I just told myself, I'm not going to be an artist because uh, if I do it every day, I'm going to hate it. (laughs) Like I just thought for some reason that, you know, it's like a hobby. And if you do it all the time, you're going to get tired of it. And so, um, 
I, I went to nursing school to begin with. I was supposed oh, to. Oh, wow. <laughs> Such a I, shift. Yeah, yeah. So it was, um, that lasted about three, maybe three or four days in a um, internship at the hospital. <laughs> My sister worked there at the time. And I just came up to her one day and I was like, I'm leaving. And she's like, oh, you have to go. And I was like, no, I'm never coming back. I'm leaving. <laughs> she Aww. was like, what are you doing? And the next day, I, I just went up to the administrator's office at the college. I was like, I'm changing my major. And they're like, what are you changing it to? I was like, anything art. <laughs> okay. yeah. um, so, you know, it's so funny that I really resonate with your story because I started out as a biology major. Um, I went to medical school and everything. Like I. I just really went there. And um, it's amazing because now I've really shifted myself into a more creative space. And I think that, like you said, you know from the beginning if you're going to be an artist. Like you just never know how that's going to manifest itself or you might kind of get away from it. Um, and so I love that you at least tried something else. Whether, whether it worked out or not, you tried it and then you went back to your passion. So it kind of worked out for you in, in the long run. So um, when you decided to go back and like pursue this art degree and now you're teaching, like, have you ever had the thought, and I hear a lot of people say this a lot, especially with like more traditional artists, like painters and, you know, people that do pottery, like that there's no money in it or that you'll be a starving artist. Like, have you ever had that thought? And like, what would you say about that? Well, I've never had that experience because I feel like if you want something hard enough and you, and you work hard enough, that you're not going to, finding the money is not always going to be your issue. Yeah, I have days and weeks where I'm not selling my art, but I try not to focus on that because if I do, it, it will mess with your head. <laughs> um, but I mean, the people said the same thing about being a, an art teacher because where we live in Georgia... Um, it's, in fact, I, I teach in a different county because where I live right now, the art teachers are all part-time. You don't have to be certified. So therefore, you don't get your salary that you went mm -hmm. to college for, even though it's not that much. You know what I mean? Right. So, um, I mean, everyone told me, like, there's one art teacher for two schools, if that. And wow. I teach at two schools, you know? So, but I, I, got, I got hired before I graduated. I did not have a problem getting hired. I think if you you want something and you go into it and you you just know you're going to do it and you don't have any like you know self-doubt because people were trying to get in my head and tell me oh you need to major in something that's real and I'm like well being an art teacher is real or being an <laughs> artist is real that's not like a fake thing but everyone would tell me that I mean, my my dad told me that and he loves me and he's so glad he's so glad that I'm an artist because he was a creative too but like they would just say that because in their mind, people that um, are creative don't make money at that because in their mind, nobody wants what you're creating or, you know, no one wants to pay for it. And I kind of see where they're coming from because I've been there where I've liked something that another artist has done. I'm thinking, I can never afford that. So I'm going to keep walking. Um, but there is, there is a market for it. There is somebody who is going to pay for it. You just have to know. You have to be confident. I think that's the key is you have to be confident in what you're doing. I think when you go into an interview for um, whatever it is, I just went to um, a client for a mural that I'm going to be doing. And I just was like, you know, that's done, awesome. Yeah. I've done several murals in the past, you know, here and there because people ask you to do something and you're just like, sure, painting. Sure. I'll do it. 
Um, I've never really taken it seriously, but this is like, you know, now that my Instagram is up and I'm like starting this as a business, I want this mural to be the best one ever. You know? Wow. It will so, be. It will be. Yeah. So I just went into it and I was like, yeah, I've done a ton of murals and I really have. I mean, it's not a lie. I've done them at the school that I teach at. I've done them, you know, at different places, people's houses, my sister's, every house that she's ever owned. Um, but I just, you know, never marketed it before. And so whenever I was asked to do it, I went into it and I was just, you have to be confident because they're not going to trust you when you're not confident. You I mean, know what? But, but you have to kind of give that off. Yeah, you've hit on so many amazing things, though, and just like, that's why I didn't interrupt you because I was like, wow, like that's it's really awesome because something that I hear a lot with creatives, you know, and, and like photographers and web designers, but then, you know, there's there's other creatives and I like to say like the true artists, you know, people that paint and like really, you know, like they're using their hands, hands, you know, and, and it's like they always say like, you know, oh, there's no money in it or, you know, people don't, um, like you said, they don't necessarily value it or, you know, when there's, you know, Joe Blow over there that can just, you know, take a picture on his iPhone, why would you hire a photographer and, and different things like that. And so I really love how you kind of highlighted that it really is like a, a mindset thing and just not worrying about it. Like just knowing that, Hey, I put the work in, my work is valuable and there's somebody out there that really wants it and that's going to appreciate it and be able to buy it. And that's what you focus on. You don't focus on like all the noise of, you know, Oh, that's not a good career or that's not a good business or whatever. Like, okay. You know? Yeah. Cause it <laughs> it will mess with you. Like, it'll, yeah. I've definitely been there where, where it's put me down and I questioned everything and I've just wanted to stop. But I think if you just keep doing it and you keep kind of believing in yourself, other people will believe in you too. And that's oh, that was golden right there. If you believe <laughs> in yourself, other people will believe in you. That's so true. And, um, something that I've been talking about recently is just, you know, if you don't think you're the bomb, if you don't think you're number one or on top, who else will like the, the universe, other people, your, your potential clients, they're not going to think that you're great. If you don't even think that what you're doing or your product or your service isn't also, you know, on that level. So it's just like, it, it does kind of start, especially as creatives, it starts with the inner work. It starts with how you view what you do, what kind of value you place on your work. And then it trickles down from there. So girl, that was life right there. <laughs> that was all kinds of life right there. Like, okay. Wow. Well, um, a question that I had was, are you a full-time artist? But clearly you are, well, I, I would say that you are a full-time artist because you're an art teacher and then you do your art on the side. So all of it is full-time creating. I think that's really amazing. So, um, you know, a lot of people, something that you said, like they don't necessarily have that same, not luck, but opportunity of, you know, they get out of school and they find a job in their, you know, in their career, in their field especially if it's a creative one. So, you know, what kind of things would you suggest people do to have a better chance at, you know, maybe getting a job out of school if they're, you know, a painter or a photographer or whatever? Like, do you have any kind of tips that worked for you? Well, I think the main thing that's always worked for me, and it's hard because I'm definitely an introvert. I'm, I think most creatives are we're yes. either really outgoing or we're really introverted. <laughs> I'm definitely the more shy introverted person. And on a daily basis, you know, I talk to children all day and I love it. And then I kind of don't talk to anybody else. <laughs> but like, I, I am definitely an introvert, but I think what has always helped me, and this is, um, I used to work in an art gallery and um, it's making connections with people because if somebody knows you, they know your work, 
then they will talk highly of you to somebody else. And that has always been the case for me, um, whether it was getting a job, whether it was booking an art gallery, whether it was, you know, being recommended to go on um, different things in college for art related things. It was always because somebody else was willing to recommend me for it. So I think that's just so important that you're always professional, that you always show your work to people, whether they want to see it or not, you know, it's kind of like, here's, this is what I do. Um, and it's hard because you're shy and you don't really know if they're going to like it. But I think that that's always been, um, helpful to me, whether it was, like I said, getting a job or, um, getting an internship that I wanted or getting an art gig that I wanted, like that mural that I wanted, you know, it was just because someone else passed my name along or I think actually someone shared their story that I was doing a painting for them and then somebody else saw it, but they were, they were proud of what I was doing for them and therefore word of mouth kind of got to where somebody else believed in me. And I, and I think that's for, for any kind of creative, that's key because we find it so hard to talk about ourselves. Yeah. So it's so much better to have somebody that believes in you talk about you. So just make those connections, uh, do things for free for a while. I know that sounds kind of bad, but like internships and stuff like that, because that leads to jobs, you know, helping your friend out saying, yeah, I'll design your birthday card or whatever. I mean, I've definitely done stuff like that in the past. And then somebody else is like, oh, well, you design a birthday card for me. And then you're like, yeah, this is a job now. <laughs> you know? So um, that's, that's always been very helpful to me is just kind of letting other people recommend you. But you have to make those connections in order for that to happen. You said so many good things that I can't even remember off the top of my head. I probably should start writing notes while people are talking. No, I mean, but it was a great ramble because like, I mean, for one, I am huge on networking. I'm huge on, and I'm an introvert. Like um, I did a little Myers-Briggs thing and so I'm an INSJ or something like that. So I'm like super introvert. And, and, mm -hmm. and so it's like, you know, I always tell people networking and, oh, hi. That's my son. <laughs> Her son just popped up on the screen and he's so cute. Hello. He's <laughs> trying to quietly sneak in here. See what Aww. <laughs> um, but yeah, so like one thing that I talk a lot about is networking and just kind of, you know, really putting your, not putting yourself out there, but really connecting with one or two people that can help you get your name out. And I, I love to find another extrovert, like somebody that I know is going to, um, you know, really be the mouth for me, you know? So I, I'm shy, but they can see my talent, they can see my worth, and they're going to share it. And that yeah. is key. And, and so I just, I so appreciate you for sharing that. And the other portion was about doing work for free. Like people have such a bad taste in their mouth about that, but oh my goodness, like doing one or two things for free can change the trajectory of your business. Like you can really start out as nobody and just skyrocket just by doing one or two things for free, you know, and yeah. maybe it's a year worth of something for free. But once that time is over, like you are going to soar after that. So that was really awesome, like kind of insight and advice for, for that portion. Um, I know that you said that you worked in an art gallery and, and did other kind of things. How did you manage to um, start working at art galleries and stuff? You know, I, I know sometimes people say it's, it's hard for them to, get into those kind of internships and stuff. So like, what did you kind of do to kind of get you into that? So, um, yeah, that's a good question. I 
was um, actually in school and the college has, uh, I went to West Georgia University and they have a very small art program. So there's not a whole lot of art students there. And so when little internship um, opportunities and stuff come up, when they put it out, it's kind of like um, maybe three people will apply for it. And it's kind of up to who you know to okay. get it because, and that that's kind of goes back to those connections. Um, when I got my job at the art gallery, it actually started out as an internship. Uh, so I was not getting paid for it, you know, but what happened was I was teaching summer art lessons for children at the local um, cultural arts center, which is where my art is being showed right now. So you can see how those connections kind of go through and, and things happen that way. But um, my art was being, uh, I mean, I was teaching art lessons, sorry. And the director, her husband, was um, in the gallery. His artwork was in the gallery that I was applying for an internship for. So I just, you know, um, I told her and I was like, is it okay if I put you as a recommendation because I work for you, your husband shows art there, there's connections there. And she was like, oh yeah, put me as a recommendation, that's great. And then I did and yeah, so I got the internship. Then when I started working there, I was doing art gallery stuff, but also it's a frame shop where they do custom framing. So I, I worked custom framing for free, you know, like <laughs> I loved it. It was actually a lot of fun. You get to meet so many artists and see artwork all day long. And it's just, a, it's a really fun job. But um, yeah, so I did that and I became friends with the gallery owner. She's amazing. And just all the people that work there and you just kind of make those connections. And now she's showing my art at her gallery. So, you know, I have two galleries right now showing my artwork um, that are very local, but it's all because I, I made those connections and I worked there for free for a while. Then she ended up hiring me um, until I got out of college. I worked um, at her gallery. So that was just how those, it's important for artists to make connections with people and show them your artwork and show them your skills because they will be the ones to recommend you. That's yes. That was yeah. so awesome. And I want you to kind of tell us um, about your, the art that's being shown at these galleries. So like, wh what are these pieces or how, how does it work? I'm not familiar with art galleries. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I kind of have two sides to my art. Hold on, baby. Um, hold on one second. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he's so precious. <laughs> okay. okay, go get ready for church. Okay. <laughs> we have a Bible school tonight. He's like, oh. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, so I have kind of two sides to my art. I do my kind of commission art on the side. I do mostly watercolors for commissions, um, you know, portraits and animals and things like that. Just I mean, I love doing, I love doing watercolor and stuff. And then I also have my more expressive art that's on canvas, um, my more abstract pieces that I do for myself. So uh, the Cultural Arts Center right now is doing a, an exhibition for art teachers, and they're also doing an exhibition, uh, I think, that starts today or tomorrow for the um, professors at the college over there, for the art professors. And so they're kind of exhibiting all of the educators' work um, out in the community. And... I am showing my more expressive pieces there. So my bigger canvases, my they're big oil paintings, but they're very abstract. And um, so something that I wouldn't normally put, you know, maybe on my Instagram, but not in a local gallery, because I know that 
that they'd be too big. <laughs> okay, right, <laughs> right. So because they're big canvases. So it's definitely a great opportunity for me to show my more expressive pieces and have people see that side of me. And then um, in the local gallery, it's very small and they have a lot of artists that are being shown there. So I get a very small wall space. So I'm showing some of my smaller works, my watercolors, but not the commission style watercolors, more of my expressive watercolors so that people can also kind of see that connection um, over there. But they're, they're definitely smaller and I have maybe one or two canvases there, but they're very small. So um, just something so that people can kind of get a taste of what I do um, outside of just commission work outside of just the the you know animals and which I love doing in the houses and things like that just the outside of that my more expressive pieces are, are what I choose oh. to put in the galleries well um I think that's super amazing and, and I'm I I've been watching your um journey on Instagram and so I've seen when you're like um you know, putting your work in these shows. So I've been really excited about how all that is unfolding. So congratulations on being in these shows that you're in now. That's, that's truly amazing. So thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I've got two shows happening. Well, not really shows. I've got one show and then one just gallery showing a couple of my pieces. And then um, I also have an art walk coming up where I'll be in a local shop. Um, it's actually like a, a yoga studio. It's really nice. cool. And they do art therapy there. So it's kind of perfect. Um, and I'll be showing some of my work and doing a live painting there um, next week. And then after that, a little local store has agreed to put some of my pieces in their shop. So I mean, wow. I know I'm really excited because it's kind of a tr store with a lot of traffic. And it's just, I'm just keeping my fingers crossed because hopefully when this airs, it'll have already happened. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's so exciting. I mean, yeah. I, I'm just sitting here thinking about all the things that you're saying. And I think that people have to understand the value in planting those tiny seeds, like those, those tiny connections, those small th things that you might not think are important, but like it's so valuable, like just making that one connection or being in one show or, you know, having one painting in one store, like that means so much. And, and, and so I really love that we're kind of talking about this because those little things matter and and you know maybe next time we talk to you you'll be you know flying to Paris or I don't know like you'll be so busy <laughs> hey, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, you know, you'll be so busy and and, and so you know it's 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 really nice to kind of talk to you when you're right here where you're really working hard and networking and putting your yourself out there um, because I think that's something that a lot of people need to see and understand that you know this journey like it's a journey like there are small really steps we have to make yeah yeah I'm excited for you. Thank you. I, yeah. I mean, I'm excited. I get down sometimes thinking just, you know, things aren't moving fast enough just because I have one day where nothing is happening. And then I have a day where, you know, I'm being agreed to put into a shop and uh, I'm being in the newspaper for being in the gallery show or which has happened twice recently. And wow, wow. That just even though it's really local and I haven't made it to like, the Atlanta art scene quite yet or anything I think that I have to really step back and appreciate like I've only been doing this for like three months basically that I've been marketing myself as an artist which the word marketing I use loosely because I'm terrible at talking about <laughs> myself in front of people I I mean I feel like we're just having a conversation so I can talk about it I'm like yeah I'm an artist what with business card <laughs> so um it's just, it's been really exciting. And I just have to step back and think like, 
a lot has happened in two months and other people may have more things happen and I have to not compare myself to them. And, um, you know, I just have to take it. It's my journey and I got to take it the way it's coming. (laughs) However that is, you know, Um, I didn't make any art for myself. Um, just little commissions here and there because, you know, Oh, you're an art teacher. Will you make me this? Sure. Um, but I'm finally kind of exploring my, my own passion for art now and doing these more expressive pieces and these abstract pieces. And I just, I love where it's taking me. I love trying new things. So Ah, it's a lot of fun. (laughs) I'm so excited to see how your art just grows and continues to expand. Um, so yeah, I want to jump into the rapid fire round because after that, I want you to tell us how to find your work because I'm already stalking you. So it doesn't matter, but everybody (laughs) else should go and follow you for sure. But let's do this rapid fire round really quick. So I'm going to ask you five questions and you just answer the first thing that comes to mind. Ready? Okay. All right. I'm ready. All right. So what is the name of the last book you read? Last book I read was something about the queen bees for my son. He was, I read him something about queen bees the other night. I don't even know the name of it. It was a, it was a nonfiction book. I love it. That's mom life in its finest. Right. Um, What is one of your weird quirks? Oh, one of my weird quirks. Hmm. I think I'm obsessed with like, cracking my knuckles and cracking like everything on me. Like yeah, I'm, I'm talking yeah. right now and I'm trying not to crack my knuckles because I know that's going to sound bad. <laughs> but yeah, definitely, definitely a weird quirk. My husband gets home and I'm like, Oh my gosh, I need my back popped or, you know, yeah, I'm just, I'm, I'm going to the chiropractor constantly. <laughs> oh wow. <laughs> I think I have a chiropractor addiction. <laughs> oh my goodness. Yes. You have an addiction. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Okay. Question number three, describe yourself in three words. Um, mother, okay. artist, teacher. How about that? Yeah, that was simple. Yeah. <laughs> I think that really defined you though. That's, that's right? it's been the theme of our whole conversation. So that was perfect. <laughs> um, okay. So this might be actually repetitive because we know it's a chiropractor, but what is your biggest addiction? Um, hmm. I might actually top a chiropractor with lately it's been coffee. I think wow. that <laughs> I think I've always been addicted to caffeine, but definitely lately because I'm teaching by day and making art all night long and stressing over art all night long because that definitely happens too. I think that uh, my I, I you know I'm buying coffee in bulk now. Like it's. <laughs> it's Oh, wow. So coffee and chiropractors. <laughs> Those are your addictions. <laughs> Definitely. Definitely. Okay. So the last question I ask this to everyone is, what does it mean to you to be a female creative? Hmm. That's a good question. Um, I think to me, it means that you're just, you're going to have to break some stereotypes. I think that a lot of people see females as, moms, which I am, and teachers, which I am, and things like that. But we also have to kind of branch out and be individuals. And I think by being a creative, we are definitely pushing those boundaries of where we're supposed to be. And yeah, if if my art takes me overseas, which I've done like study abroads and things like that, and I have to, 
you know, leave my family for a little while. I don't think it should be wrong for me to do that. I think that that us as creatives, we we have to just kind of take it. And and as female creatives, we just we have to branch out those stereotypes and just kind of explore ourselves a little bit. I love and, that. Yeah. That so nice. I mean, I think that I am some of the stereotypes, but I also want to break out as much as possible and being creative has kind of helped me do that. Yeah. Yeah, I think as, I think as creatives, like it's also like our, our ability, like we are naturally able to like break through those things, you know, but because there are stereotypes, it's like, okay, you know, we have that second thought. And so I like how you say like, being a female creative is about breaking those stereotypes, you know, because just because I'm a wife and mother, it doesn't mean that I am stuck at home. You know, it does mean that I'm creative and someone wants to, you know, me to do a mural in France, I'm going to go do that. And so, you know, which you will do one day, I'm going to be watching. I'll be like, yep, I told you. <laughs> we are speaking that into existence. Right. <laughs> so really quick. Before we hang up, um, could you tell everyone how to find you? So what's your social media or your website or wherever you want people to go? All right. So um, I'm on Instagram, ariana.ayala. Pretty easy. And then my Facebook art page is Ariana Ayala Art. And right now, currently, that's all I have because I have somebody building me a website. But um, when that comes, I will link it on my Instagram. I have an Etsy account, but I don't, I think, use it very often but it's also linked onto my instagram so if you want to go check it out you can get some prints from there i do sell my prints on there i sell most of my prints through instagram though so i think that's the best way to contact me is just through instagram that's been that's been the most helpful tool lately (laughs) and um you think your name is simple but i don't so can you spell your instagram name just for clarity yes My name is not simple. <laughs> um, yeah, so my first name is Ariana, A-I-R-Y-O-N-N-A dot Ayala, A-Y-A-L-A. Perfect. Yes. <laughs> well, thank you so, so, so much for coming on to here. It's amazing how our conversation really evolved. And I'm just truly grateful that you dropped some of those nuggets that you did. So um, wait to check on you in a year when you're painting all over the place. I better get my mural before you're like a billion dollars. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> Sure, oh, we are sure. speaking it. We are speaking it. You're going to have so much abundance in this next year. I'm really excited for you. And thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for checking out this episode of the She's a Creative podcast. If you enjoyed this, let me know by sharing a review on iTunes or sending me a screenshot of you listening to this podcast and your favorite part. Go follow me on social media to get more inspiration, wisdom, and tips at She's a Creative Podcast or at Mrs. K Hillman on Instagram. And check out the blog at She's a Creative.com. I love you, creative darling, so much. And until next time, keep building your creative dreams.